Hola, bonjour, konnichiwa, and what's good, man? It's Ed. I'm glad to be talking to y'all again. I had a great response from the last uh, podcast that I dropped, and I was very happy with that. But that's not why I'm dropping this one. Uh, I'm going to jump right into it, though. So I believe in two things. I believe in giving credit when credit is due, and I believe in taking fault for your wrongs. Okay, so to give credit where credit is due. I was listening to a motivational podcast or motivational speech um, on YouTube Red. And uh, if you don't have a YouTube Red account, it's great because you don't have to deal with commercials. And goodness, I cannot stand commercials. Um, anyway, so to give credit to Mr. E.T., as I'm listening to one of the 100 million um, motivational speeches that I've heard, uh, this one struck home. E.T. was talking about people out here fake dreaming. He was talking about people needing to take uh, responsibility for the fact that they're not amazing yet. They're not what they want to be yet. And it was funny to me because when I went to school, right, I went to school and I knew that I didn't want to be a psychiatrist. I knew that I didn't really want to be a doctor, um, but I wanted to help people and I wanted to help people live out their dreams, right? And um, that's the motivational speaking part. That's the life coaching part. I, I'm a goals coach, right? I want people to reach their goals and I want you to reach your dreams and quickly after you enter the field you realize that everybody does have a dream but not everybody not everybody's about their dream right everybody likes to talk about their dream but not everybody really wants their dream and so I I just titled this podcast stop fake dreaming like you have to stop fake dreaming everybody wants to write down their goals everybody wants to have a vision board but not everybody wants to put in the damn work We could talk about the goals. We can talk about the passions. We can talk about the things that you love, but we got to put the work in to get anything out of that, right? And so I'm really big on admitting my faults. I am always five to seven minutes late. I cannot stand that about myself. And a part of it is this casual thing, like I think highly enough of myself. One, if I'm personally training you, you need to be warmed up. You need to be spending that time getting warmed up because when I come at you, I'm coming at you with that heat. And I'm a veteran trainer, right? Um, I I train athletes. I train uh, regular people, but I train everybody with the same spirit of excellence. So I don't think that much of me being five to seven minutes late. You need to have knocked out the warm-up, and the warm-up isn't easy. Um, and then everybody has an additional exercise to do after their warm-up, right? So um, I, I give you that time to do that. I don't care to really watch you warm up, but I don't like being five to seven minutes late all the time. And I'm not even pressed for time, right? I, I mean, when the time when the clock is ticking, I'm thinking, I got time, I got time, I got time, I got time, I got time. Damn, I'm running late. Because I had time, I had time, I had time, but now I'm running late and I hate showing up late to put that work in. It's just something that I don't like that I have to change about myself. You hear that? You hear what I'm saying? Something that I don't like about myself that I need to get better at. I'm admitting my faults. And I wish that everybody that had a dream would just start to admit their faults. You were not spectacular because you know why? Someone complimented you when you were doing good and you rested your hat on that compliment. And then what happened? You thought higher of yourself than you should have. It's written in the, in the Bible that I read that a man not, ought not think higher of himself than he is. So you always got to be very humble. You always got to be very aware of where you're at. And, and you always have to be very 
uh, cautious and careful uh, how you react to being praised. It's not enough to be the best on your AAU team. It's not enough to be the best um, on your gymnastics squad. It's not enough to be the best out of just your friends. You got to be the best in the world at what you do. You got to work harder than everybody that does what you do. People that you don't know, people that you can't see, you got to work harder than everybody that might exist. You got to create a version of yourself that works harder than the version that you are currently uh, at. And you got to compete with that version of yourself in hopes of becoming that version of yourself. Be honest, like say it out loud. I don't do what it takes to be freaking great. You're good. So many of us are good. And so many of us just rest on being good. But good is not good enough. I guarantee you, you will not access your highest potential. Hear that word. Highest, ultimate, top potential, best self by just being good. You got to be great. You got to do what it takes. Most of us won't do what it takes. Most people are just too lazy. Too comfortable. You don't act like you believe. You say you believe. You talk about how much you believe, but you don't act like you believe. Act. Act shins. The action is what is needed. Your action must look like your words. It must back up your words. Most people's actions lack passion. You speak so highly of your dreams, but you don't work diligently at creating them, at manifesting them. You, re- you know, we listen to this, this art of persuasion. We listen to this uh, law of attraction. We listen to... Um, how the brain works, how the universe, how we attract things to ourselves. And we think that if we just think about it enough, it'll just happen. Yeah, it'll just happen. And then if you don't do what it takes to keep it, it will have just happened, past tense. And then you'll be right back to where you were before it happened because, well, it's better to be prepared for an opportunity that you don't have than to have an opportunity that you're not prepared for. My dad told me that once about condoms. And when he first told me about condoms, he said, son, better to have than not need than need to not have. And I apply that to, to, to this as well. It's better to be prepared and to be preparing for an opportunity that you don't have yet. Because when you're prepared for something that you don't have, you know what you are. You're qualified for something that you're about to receive. But I, I can't. I can't just get on a podcast and tell you all this, right? Like right now, right now it's 4.34 in the morning. I just came from building out gym equipment after a full day of training, after, you know, doing the regular stuff like grocery shopping. I just got through putting together gym equipment after my workout. I came home and ate my food, drank my protein, went up to the gym, put this dumbbell rack together, set up my gym, and it was it was rewarding because I don't go to sleep until 4, 5, 6 in the morning. So when I sleep until 11 and people go, man, you get to sleep in. I go, you don't know what time I went to bed. You don't know what sleeping in is. You go to bed at 8 o'clock because you don't do anything. You go to work. You come home. You eat. You watch some TV. And then you go to sleep. You're doing what you have to do. You're not doing what you need to do. Because I guarantee you, anybody that's really getting after it, they ain't in bed at 8 o'clock. 
There's too much life to be lived at 8 o'clock. They call that primetime TV. What is this? Primetime. You're asleep during primetime? Come on, man. You're not working hard enough. And I, I hear all these I hear all these speakers, right? Um, and they always say, you got to win. You got to wake up early. Um, and I get down on myself and I start feeling like maybe I am lazy because I hate getting up early. But when I mapped out my ideal lifestyle, I don't start until 1030. As a matter of fact, I don't train people until after 11 p.m. When I wake up, I need that time to be for me so that when I get with someone else, that I am me for them. But if I get right up and I give my barely woken up self to someone that's doing something they don't want to do and I'm their accountability partner and and, and I'm not happy, then I'm not going to be good for them or that situation. So I had to get real with myself and I go, it's not that I I don't want to get up early necessarily. It's that I don't mind staying up late so that I don't have to get up early. See, I'm awake when the early risers uh, say that they're just getting started. The people that say, I wake up at 4 a.m., I get my day started, I work out at 4 a.m., I do. I'm still up, bro. I'm still up. I'm just finishing my work. You're just starting yours. So I'm an owl, right? Nocturnal. But you got to realize that you're not me, right? And, and I might have a problem with being late, but you might have a problem with getting up early. You might have a problem with um, uh, 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 um, keeping yourself accountable to, I need to go to bed by this time because you scroll endless amounts of hours on Instagram and uh, time-wasting sites and watching Netflix. You start a new season at the time that you're supposed to go to sleep. You find out the show is interesting. You can't go to sleep. Well, it's proven that if you just look at a, a light before you go to sleep, you're not going to sleep. So the TV, if, if it's nothing else but a light, it's going to keep you up, let alone an interesting light, let alone a light that's soothing to the eyes and you're watching something that's uh, tantalating to, the, to your senses. And we ain't even got to get into all that. But anyway, um, let me say this. Please be careful how you react to praises. A lot of people's downfall is their last accomplishment. So... I, I keep myself humbled by that. I, I, people say I'm, I'm weird about receiving compliments because I never want to think I'm more prepared than I am. I, I said a long time ago on one of my podcasts, that's one of my biggest fears, thinking that I'm more prepared than I really am and finding out the hard way that I'm not. Um, so I'm, I'm not impressed with my success. I'm not, appre- I'm not impressed with my accomplishments. I'm not impressed with, with, with people's compliments. Because I know, I know what I'm really aiming for. I know what greatness really will look like and feel like. And I know that I'm not there yet. So you did great, man. You look so, you, everything you do looks so effortless. Thank you. I'm, I'm working to make it look that way. But this is, it's not even almost there yet. I'm glad you think that this is great. But when you see what I finally end up doing with this, you'll be, your mind will be blown. And that has to be the the uh, mentality that you have. That has to be the thought process that you have around everything that you do. When people compliment you, say, thank you. I'm still working on it. It's going to be so great when I, when I get it down. Let them know that you're not even close to being in the, in the final stages of, of, of completing um, your talents, your hobbies, your, your goals, your dreams. You know, um, if you make one hit and you think you're the best artist alive because you made one hit and the best artist alive has 126 hits, you probably should just go back to the drawing boards and go, yeah, I did good on that one track. 
how can I be better? Always be hungry to be better. Always be hungry to be better. That's how good becomes great and great becomes excellent and excellent becomes perfect. And what can be perfect? I say to you again, baby, it's more than writing down goals. It's, it, it's you got to stop fake dreaming. I tell people all the time, your routine determines your success. And your discipline to that routine determines your level of success. And I promise you, success is not convenient. By however you define success, when you start to just get a taste of it, you will see that to to just achieve that level of success, you will be pulled and stretched and, and worked and tired and frustrated and and going through it to just maintain that level of success success does not give a damn about what your preference is success doesn't give a damn about if i want to wake up um before 9 30 or not success says hey you need to be up at this time on this day guess what in order to maintain success or gain success i have to wake up by this time you have to have this proposal submitted by this day you know what I better get that proposal submitted by that day or that opportunity as a greater success is going to leave me. So you have to make sure that everything that you're doing is is complementary to you uh, keeping success in your life. You have a relationship with somebody that you really love, right? Maybe a girlfriend, boyfriend, um, a significant other, whatever, a, a best friend. You have these relationships that you really enjoy, you really value, right? I I guarantee you that there's things that you have to do that contribute to that relationship. You have to keep um, your behaviors conducive to that, uh, the life of that relationship. And whenever you do something that's taking away from that, it's probably going to hit that relationship in a a hard way. You're going to jeopardize the success of that relationship. You're going to jeopardize uh, the well-being of that relationship. So always make sure that your um, habits, your routines, your behaviors, your lifestyle are supporting the success that you're after. You want to be extraordinary, right? Um, That means extraordinary. I always say extraordinary. You want to be extraordinary, then... uh, You have to completely let go of all this ordinary shit. All this regular shit. You have to let it go. How many people think you're weird? Who cares? How many people say all this guy does is this? Who cares? Why are you concerned with people that don't even have a dream? It's one thing. It's better to be fake dreaming than not dreaming at all. And it's another, It's way better to be uh, fake dreaming than to be hating on someone's dream. How are you going to be a dream hater? You ain't even got a dream. No matter of fact, the reason why they hate on your dream, they hate on your passions, they hate on your lifestyle, they hate on the way that you are, the way that you are so passionate about the things that you're passionate about is because they lack that. Because they live without that. And they know they have that and they've let that go. But you still fight for yours. And the best thing they can do is rob you of yours so that you stop putting pressure on them to live out theirs. I mean, I don't really know how else to say it. 
but I'm going to say it again. Your habits, your routines, your behavior, your lifestyle, your friends, your diet, they must support success. The success by the way that you define it. The success that you are after. You have to fall in love with the process. You got to fall in love with the work that you must put in, right? There's a certain level of work that you put in to reach any level of success. But the more you dread that work, the less passion you put into it. The, the, the less benefit you get out of it. Because you get out of it what you put into it. And if you dread it while you're doing it. Hmm, maybe that's why it says in the Bible. Do everything that you do with love. Because if you love everything that you're doing. It's probably going to reward you. It's going to reward you in a great, in a much greater, um, on a much greater level. But if you want to be extraordinary. You got to let go of the ordinary. And do all that extra shit. Do everything that's extra that's required. And you got to love it. You got to genuinely love it. You got to do it until you love it. You got to do it until it teaches you something. And you got to love the lessons that it teaches you. You got to be dedicated to it. You got to live for that shit. You can sound like it. You can dress like it. You can look like it. And in moments, you can even feel like it. But you will never be it until you 100% give yourself to it, until you 100% love it. When people say ball is life, what does that mean? That they've 100% given themselves to ball. Find your ball is life, teaching is life, coaching is life, acting is life, singing is life. I mean, whatever life is for you, whatever your passion is, let that be life. Be 100% about that and see if that doesn't reward you 100%. Stop fake dreaming. Do more than just have a vision board. Take, Take control. Stop blaming people that didn't do this. Stop saying that it's because of this. It's because it's because of you. Admit your faults. You're not doing the extra shit, so you're still ordinary at it. You're ordinary at it because you don't do the extra shit. Do the extra shit to become extraordinary. Extraordinary. Got to do what it takes, guys. We got to do, we all got to do what it takes. I got to do what it takes. Don't think I ever lay down one of these podcasts and I'm just talking to people like I got it all figured out. Everything that I'm saying to y'all, I apply it to my own life. As a matter of fact, if I wasn't applying it to my own life, I, w- I would be a hypocrite. And the biggest thing for me is to never be a hypocrite. I go so hard, but I, I check myself so hard. Are you fake dreaming, bro? When I don't want to do it, I go, you, you, oh, you don't want to do it? So when you don't get it, just remember that you said that you didn't want to do it. I get my ass up and I get it done because it cannot be my fault that I didn't get it. In the end, it might be my fault that I didn't get it. But when I'm faced with a decision that could be the difference between me getting it or me not having it, I got to get that work in. I got to do what I got to do. And so do you. I love y'all, man. 
this might be more real than some people can handle but i'm telling y'all i love y'all everybody we gotta stop fake dreaming let's get after it peace